world of warcraft community is the best community ever it is so good you're on how much it's helped solidify friendships you know like the third faction is the important is truly the most important because we all have a say in it Hello and welcome to the Third Faction, your good people in gaming podcast. It's Sunday, November 21st, and this is show number 33. I'm your host, Bricko, and I'm joined, of course, by the amazing Demeternoth, whom we can call Demi. How are you doing, partner? <laughs> I'm doing really well, thank you. Oh, I love hearing you do the intro. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good. Guess what? What? I've been playing some retail. I may have seen the odd notification popping up on Twitter, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got my Dark Iron Dwarf Shaman up to le- item level 197 in hopes, of the next, in hopes of the next weekend or so I might be able to raid with the folks over at the Lion's Pride Tavern. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Punch Sylvanas. I'm not sorry, Kappa. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> How about you? You been playing? Uh, I've seen yeah. you've been playing some Final Fantasy, huh? Uh, yeah, so still playing Final Fantasy, still stuck between A Realm Reborn and Heaven's Ward, but it fi- it takes a long time to get through that stuff. And that's okay, um, but I'm still enjoying it. I'm having fun there. I have been playing World of Warcraft more, and I was very close to actually streaming World of Warcraft again on Wednesday until the latest debacle and shitstorm hit the fan um and then i got i was just so livid and i was like no i'm not gonna stream um but then something else happened uh which was that the wonderful cap fantastic uh said something in our guild chat about or in our guild discord about um the community and that through this community in the third faction and through the guild community that I'm a, the guild leader for, we've created a very safe space for people. And that being able to offer that, especially when all of this crap is going on, is actually a really powerful thing to be able to do. Um, so it's kind of actually, his simple words have reinvigorated my commitment Good. to World of Warcraft. So we, yeah, we will be streaming. I've been leveling a second, no, third Death Knight to level 60. And I've got another wow. two to do for the guild achievement. Um, so she went from 35 to 51 over the last week. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I've been playing quite a bit of WoW again. Um made use of the covenant um swapping and the little token that you can get to boost your renown straight up to level 40 made use of that today uh on my main and on several alts um so yeah you could say that i am just when i thought i was gonna get out they pulled me (laughs) back in funny how this game will do that you know it's mostly to show I never really took a break because I wanted to keep paying for the folks that are building this game, not the assholes at the top. So, fire Bobby Kotick, how about that? Yep. Absolutely. Uh Also, on a lighter note, 
I am confused as to what legendary to build for my shaman, so I'm gonna have to consult some some folks. Maybe the the folks over at the starting zone can help me out. <laughs> yeah, there, Manny at Four Azeroth. Um, who else yep. do I know that plays? Oh, well, Cap Fantastic plays a shaman. Uh, we've got quite oh, a few right. shamans in guild now. Um, yeah, there's definitely, and there'll be obviously like Wowhead is going to be a good resource for yeah. that as well. Just and the guild I'm in is really helpful too. They're, yeah. they're like, well, don't go buying it. We can make it for you. You know, blah, 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 yeah. blah. So that's pretty. That's it's what pretty you'd like nice. to hear. Yeah. So good. Should we get to our guest? <laughs> I think I this think... is pretty exciting. I'm excited. Our guest today is a longtime podcaster that tends to rage from time to time and a friend to many in our community. Berserker from Unshackled Fury, thank you for joining us, sir. How are you? I think we need to say it one more time. Fire Bobby Kotick, can I get an amen? Amen, amen. brother. Amen. Amen. That's Hallelujah. A, All right. That's All right. a good that rage up. segment. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely, there's more of that, you know. More, more of that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I didn't you mean to that. copyright you. No, you picked a hell of a week to have me on, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Our show has timing like this. It's weird. There's a lot to be, I think, rightfully upset about. Uh, and granted, I don't I don't know that we'll dwell on that the whole time we're here today. But it is important that you guys certainly talk about it here. I know I talk about it. A lot of folks are talking about it. I think those of us that are left, if I can say that. Yeah. yeah. Because we, we have seen... Quite a few people leave the community over the last handful of months because of all the crazy things that we've seen, all the really terrible, heinous shit that's been coming out. And um, so, but yes, I'm still here fighting the good fight. So happy to be here and talking to you two. It's 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 been a while coming. We we've kind of like been ships passing in the night, and like yeah. finally, boom, here we are in the same port for once. So we're ready ready to rock and roll. It's finally here. Thank goodness. Yes. yes. So how's your week been going? Well, it was uh, personally a, a pretty good week because it ended with me starting vacation. So I'm very oh, happy about sweet. that. Yes, a whole week, like nine days off, whatever it ends up being. And that that is, this is the time of year typically when I take most of my vacation. So I'm very excited. And yeah. I can finally start, I'm, I'm going to pretend like this is actually going to happen, working on an alt. Um, <laughs> I always say that. I always say that, but it never ends up happening. I have, you know, all of them sitting around. Uh, languishing while the one warrior berserker that's been around for 14 going on 15 years gets all the love and only the love no, you know <laughs> nobody else gets anything uh but it's it's been a good week uh tried to try to get some rating done uh, it was a little little tricky we were down a few people i think at the end of the week and uh sure. we, we might have called that one early but uh good to good to be with the folks and catch up and get in and Run a, run a few island expeditions. I, I've said this on my last episode. I'm very excited now. I can solo queue for these things that I wanted to do years ago, but I didn't like the way it played out then. So <laughs> I, I can do it just on my own and run around and smash these things and try to collect and, and get all the uh, mounts. And I don't really care so much about. Did like your? I think it was your last show, and you were talking about how you're kind of enjoying it and checking everything out, and all of a sudden, oh shit, time to go. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought, that, you know, they said private tour. I'm like, well, sweet. Yeah. I'm just going to go out there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to mine this thing. And, oh, there's that guy <laughs> over there. And like, oh, there's a skull over there. And oh, there's a thing over there. And I'm just taking my sweet, happy ass time getting around. 
And then all of a sudden, I I see in the chat this horde dude like yelling out in the distance, and their number starts going. Starts <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, I gotta go! And I'm running around like crazy. It's just, it's that kind of stress that like I don't like, and and it's yeah. it's it's funny because it it's just it's inherent in the game like pvp and battlegrounds and and uh, the way that that used to run with the island expeditions and still does to a good degree it's just i'm the worst i say this i'm the worst mmo player because i like solo content but i like solo content also at my own pace like i don't i don't like being rushed and i don't like feeling that like oh shit i gotta do this now and it it just i don't know timers drive me nuts dude Mage Tower, I'm so happy that everybody's happy about the Mage Tower. I'm going to wait until the last possible second probably to get in there because that thing romful stomped my ass when we were doing it in Legion. And I was probably the last Fury Warrior to get through that one. And that was the only one I got through. I didn't get through any of the other ones. I didn't see anything else. Like, I, I, uh, you know, maybe. I didn't maybe, in it. I, so I'm I excited to give it a try. But yeah, yeah, I heard bad things and I wasn't, I'm not a very good player. So that's simple. I, there's there's no i i do one battleground a year i i make my what's that the av one for the for the honor game it is av but it's not necessarily tied to the like alterac valley is my one of my all-time favorite places like in wow just in general like that 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 zone that vibe you know and, and it goes to like a really old place for me like when i first started playing and so that just is a happy memory so one time a year I'll go in there. It's usually fall or winter time. I'll do my one run. I'll go in there. It's Alliance. Maybe we win. And then and then I'm good. And then I'm good for the year. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> see you later. And uh, <laughs> I'm back out. Uh, but but to answer your question uh, most directly, it's been, a, it's been a good week wrapping up some challenges uh, for me uh, personally. But obviously, uh, you know, for the folks at uh, ABK, it's just, you know, it's another bomb getting dropped. And, and those of us in the community trying to navigate that and be supportive of the folks that are out there um you know my stance on that is is that i typically try to get out of the way uh because i'm not the one that's really in a position to to comment on that i think it's my position at this point to try to amplify the voices that need to be heard because they're the ones that have been silenced for so long um so trying to trying to help out any way that i can and that uh you know we had petition going around signed a petition you know got word out about that um you know it's it's tough because these types of issues are glacially slow to change and it requires a lot of effort and a lot of patience and it's 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 very difficult um so on that end uh hard to see Wall Street Journal, so that means that a certain side of my family now knows about it and will probably ask me about it in the next few months and then LA Times here in California, as I and I tweeted about this, if the LA Times is putting an opinion piece out about something, it carries a great amount of weight, especially out here, sure. West Coast, uh, Southern California. Um, so it's that is the kind of energy that I think you need to to get pressure on the right people, um, because that's how it starts to elevate up other chains, and it goes outside of just the industry, and that's what you need. I think to effectuate a change in this point, because now we're trying to break out of that bubble because that's what they've been in. They've been in their little Activision Blizzard bubble. Nobody's paying attention to what the fuck they're doing. And now it's like, whoa, yeah. that bubble's getting expanded. Like, oh, we got to do Uh-oh, something. because people are paying it's attention. Ba- it's yeah. bad. We got to do something. And that's, that's exactly. where public pressure, I think, 
yes. starts to grow. So yeah, an interesting yeah. week. An interesting. I week. tend to I tend to not comment much, but I retweet and uh, the voices that need to be. Um, like you said, it's not really my place. We just need to amplify those that are dealing with it and, and fighting and show them we're on their side. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. So shall we get to the business of the day, friends? Well, I know you have some questions for me. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. A question for you that I have been wanting to ask for months, <laughs> months and months and months. And this is a question uh -oh. for you, Mr. Mr. Bricko. Oh boy. How in the hell do you miss out on being part of the Taliesin and Evatel interview? <laughs> okay. What in the world were you doing? I know, Tally has never forgiven me. For months to get them, and then here you had them right in your lap, and you're off, I don't know, chopping wood or something. What <laughs> were you doing? Where were you? No, it was actually the same damn problem I had with you. Internet. Oh. It was ridiculous. I, I don't know how often Demi and I texted or DM'd. It was so frustrating. But oh, my God. When you get called out by Tally, I guess you made it, right? <laughs> 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You're, it was, ugh, not, right. not a highlight. Asmin Gold, Bobby Kotick, Bricko. You're like right <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A of people getting called out. Like it's, oh, my God. <laughs> Big time. Oh, Big this time is Bricko. illustrious. That's what I'm going to start calling you. Big time Bricko. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, are we, are we? It's funny you should say T&E because there I'm it wearing is. my T&E t-shirt today. <laughs> there it is. Got, you even got the swag on. I have. Uh, I love yeah. Dallas and Vitale. It, it broke my heart. But we persevere. We got to. You, you did. Know. You did. That was a great interview. And uh, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just busting your chops. But uh, Demi, thank you for, Demi thank for humoring me. I have it's never sweated good. so much on a. We did that as a live stream, and I have mm. never sweated so much sitting in this chair in my life. And I, I believe Ali calls it lorgasms, right? Oh, I, I, <laughs> I, I. The thing is, I like I don't really listen back to our shows once they go live because it's it feels a bit weird. That's but a good I policy. Had, yeah, I had to listen to that one because I had no memory of what had actually happened. <laughs> because I was just so focused on like the tech not fucking up and trying to get through the questions and trying to talk to chat and uh, and and missing Bricko because he's a steadying influence, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, we will we will get them again. We will get them again. Yeah. If it if um, it makes you feel any better, there there was a time when uh, some time ago we had uh, Desma Fisto on Unshackled mm -hmm. Theory. Oh, and he's a dude. Yeah, we were right in the middle of chatting with him, and my computer crashed. Oh, and so no. had to reload everything, had to bring everything back up, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Because I was having a problem with. Uh, I used to have. I used to have Norton antivirus. I don't have that anymore. But what would happen <laughs> is when, you know, you, the, don't move the mouse for a while, and you hit the old uh, uh, screensaver, it would cause everything to shut down. There was just some kind of bug in there that was a problem. And so oh, geez. restart. Uh -oh. And I go back in. Luckily, a lot of the stuff was saved. A lot of my files were saved, but there was a corruption in one of the files. And it took me forever to try to figure out like how to save the audio tracks and stuff. But listen, it happens <laughs> to all of us, right? I think at a certain yeah. point, you keep doing this, just like wild stuff starts to happen. And, and you got you to gotta be able to be nimble and move. So anyway, 
I appreciate you humoring that question for me. And uh, now that I've sufficiently hijacked your show, uh, please let us, let us move on in the agenda as you had uh, intended. All right. Shall we then get to the business of the day? <laughs> Do it. Okay. So did, would you like to alternate these, Demi, or would you like me to take the standard questions, or how do we want to do it today? Let's alternate them. All right, ladies first. No, I ain't no lady, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are in my eyes. I've spent years telling my mom, I'm not a lady, I'm a woman, but I'm not a lady. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Anyway, Berserker, are you a blue team, a red team, or purple team? Long-time listeners know. Does anybody that knows yeah. me know? While I appreciate the neutral among you, the bifactional among <laughs> you, if you will, uh, the wave, the purple flag of, uh, of understanding, uh, I am Team Blue Alliance all the way through and through, <laughs> now and forever. For the Alliance. For the Alliance, my boy Anduin, we got to save. We got to save my son and we got to bring him back because I'm, I'm freaking out. Um, you know, it's, it's, I once told uh, Sill over on Whispers of War that really, at the end of the day, I'm just kind of a basic-ass human. That, that's sort of where <laughs> I just reside. And I suppose it's, it's part of my DNA, you know, knights of old from Devonshire County, uh, <laughs> where uh, my lineage hails from, you know, really? way back when. Yes. Nice. And, <laughs> And so, you know, that, that maybe there's something in there that's like, I just want to be like a knight in shining armor kind of thing. Not, you know, it's, it's this, this chivalric bullshit that's somewhere like <laughs> deep in the, in the recesses of my mind. I love that. Uh, but that, yeah. but that's always been like the fantasy. And I appreciate that people can go out there and like, I'm going to be the most random combination of class and race. And this is, this is my vibe. Like I appreciate that. Cause I just, I can't do it. I just, I just <laughs> it, it, it doesn't resonate with me, but the, the thing that I love about Warcraft is that, and, and it's increasing over time, right? Is that there are more ways to find that alter ego. Yeah. To be able to play out that fantasy of, yeah, I'm a, I'm a night elf or I'm a torrent or, you know, I feel like I'm, vibing with uh with the undead like it you know it as that continues to progress and move on i think that's part of what makes what we do so great but at the end of the day for me it's it's alliance through and through uh it's it's human warrior is this the way that it's been <laughs> uh, even in the last night uh Jin from uh live laugh lore and formerly of uh, morally gray he started up a uh, a D&D campaign with myself yes. and Allie and then a bunch of other uh, really awesome folks. And we did that last night. And even there, I'm just a human paladin, right? Just, <laughs> you know, I'm not, some, I'm not a dragonborn. I'm not anything else. It's just human paladin. So, you know, it, it, it's I can't it's wait something to check that out. Yeah, it's up now. Check vlog, it out. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, it's on my vlog the, watch list. It's on yeah. Jin's joint. Yeah. So yep. if uh, if you check that out, and I think he's uploading it, I don't know, to YouTube and some other places. I, I'm let him mess with that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was fun. But at the end of the day, Alliance through and through. Even when they screw up, I'm still gonna back them. And even to that effect, uh, people, uh, you won't see this, but on my video, I've got my little coaster here. Nice. Uh, you know, so it's 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 no joke. 
Alliance. Awesome. Awesome. How did you start playing Warcraft and what got you hooked? I'm a South Park baby. Uh -huh. That's going <laughs> to come as a shock maybe to some people, but uh, this was what, 2000, 2007. And so early, early 2007, this is right after BC had launched. And I was living with my, my wife, but she was then my fiance. And we used to watch South Park. We don't watch it that much, even though it's still going. It's been on since I was in high school, which is just yeah. blows my mind. And it's still going and it's still going to go. But anyway, that episode came on and there was something about it. I don't know that just resonated with me because I was a console guy forever. I was a Nintendo guy, Nintendo guy forever, NES all the way through the, the Wii, right? Like I, I've always been a Nintendo guy. And it was around that time, 2005, 2006, I really started to get into PC gaming. Like I'd had X-Wing versus TIE Fighter when I was a kid and I loved that game. Yeah. And joystick <laughs> and the whole deal, right? And so I had some PC gaming experience, but it wasn't really like my thing. I was still a console guy. And then I worked with a dude who got me into Rome Total War, which is a phenomenal game. If you ever got a chance to play it, it's a great RTS game. And it really expanded my mind into this arena of PC gaming. It's the first time I ever had to install my own graphics card because it couldn't run the game. The PC I had at the time could not run that game. And I was like, why is this not working? And my buddy's like, oh, you got to get a new graphics card. I'm like, what's well, a graphics card? And oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, to make nowadays. And so I had done that. I'm like, well, what else is there? And so that was kind of generating in the back of my mind. And then this episode came out, Make Love Not Warcraft. And I'm like, huh. I know Warcraft. I know this franchise. I, I think I've played this RTS game in the past. I'm, I'm going to check this. I, and I told my wife, I'm like, it's only a 10-day trial. I'm not going to. It's not what happened it to the people. It won't me in. It won't take me in. You won't have to get me Hot Pockets in a bedpan. Like, it's not going <laughs> like, to. Don't worry. It's going to be fine. Do. <laughs> and do. And that was, and that was, that was 14 years ago. And um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, that went. Uh, it just. It just hooked me in, and and yeah. I fell to the same thing that everybody else does: is when something in your brain, it's that groove that just gets hit, and it doesn't it doesn't always land with with things. There's only certain very special things that that groove gets hit, and you're you're just you, it's that warm, gooey feeling of just like yes, this is the jam. I am all about this, and so it just it sucked me in just. just Killing spiders and Elwyn Ford. I mean, nothing, <laughs> no, no big deal. I mean, it was. And I told my buddy who still plays with me to this day, and we're in the same guild and same raid team, and it's it's the the best way that we've been able to, I think, stay in in touch with each other is is we sure. see each other, see each other every week, and we used to sit next to each other at the job I had at the time, and it was two days in. I'm like, bro. Bro, you got to play this game. You got to get in the server. You got to make a warrior. I'm out there killing spiders. Like it's um, it's crazy. Like you got to come out here. This I don't know what's going on, but it, it's awesome. We got to go. And so he hooks on, and then his roommate jumped in, and so the three of us warriors just started tearing it up in Owen Forest. Played our first dungeon. Had no idea what a dungeon was. We just went to the dead mines. Three warriors, no tank, no healer, no nothing. We get in there and and we're going in, you know, whatever it was, an hour deep. We'd only gotten past like a handful of mobs. And we're like, how does anybody beat this? How does anybody do this? <laughs> we are getting our asses kicked. You know, we didn't know anything. You know, this is way before Wowhead. You know, this is Thoughtbot yeah. days, folks. Yeah. Thoughtbot. We didn't have any, we didn't have any Wowhead. So 
it was just those kinds of experiences that got me in. And then it was the story. Then the story came in. Then as I started to learn more, I will never forget. I was, again, running around Elwyn Forest. I found Goldshire. I'm like, oh, Goldshire. Oh, I think there's a town here. Oh, this is pretty cool. I'm talking to people. And they're like, all right, you got to go to Stormwind. I'm like, oh, what's Stormwind? And I turn that corner, walking up towards the gates. And I see Stormwind for the first time. And I'm like, holy shit. What is this place? (laughs) And it just, it hit that fantasy just dead square on of, you know, I, I, Demi, you're probably tired of all this, but, you know, castles and shit. Like, we don't have anything like that around here. You're no, tripping over them that. over there. But we don't have anything like that out here. So you see castles, you're like, oh, it's a fucking castle. And I got to <laughs> in there, and, I'm, and there's streets, and there's people, and there's different districts, and there's all this. I mean, it just blew me away. And then, again, start learning about the story and who people are, and there's all these things, and they're interconnected, and there's this vast past history, and I started reading about all the stuff from Warcraft 1, 2, and then 3, and 3, just the whole Arthas thing, just, it crushed me, and it still does to this day, where, like, that, for whatever reason, the Fallen Prince, the whole thing, and I know it's not that original, but it's just the way that they did it, the way that they played it out, and then eventually meeting my my fallen hero, Varian Wren, uh the, the one like true character that i really connected with uh it's just it just sucked me into i was yeah that was, you had me you've had me since nice. yeah virion is the og daddy and i also <laughs> had my first dead minds experience with i was a warrior and i had two other warriors with me that's exactly yes. how we tried to do it too <laughs> nice. triple threat Yes. Yeah. We thought, well, Love. one of one of us is like three levels higher. They can tank. It'll be fine. And that was oh, yeah. That was all we we didn't know anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say is your most liked activity in game? Would it be PvP, questing, raids, something else? Transmog, collecting. Mm. It's Raiding on a on a regular basis, it's raiding. Raiding raiding is my jam. That's where me and my team get together. We have a good time for the most part. You know, you bang your head against the wall. That's raiding. That's how. But raiding is is the thing for me. I'd say transmog is actually a pretty close. I love the transmog. And once they added the oh. transmog deal, oh, what a what a. It was late to the game. Yeah, okay, but when it finally hit, that was the thing that you're looking for, right? Because it's yeah crap. There's all these great designs, but you, you were essentially throwing them away and like, wow, okay, well, this item is especially in BC. Come on, folks. You want the clown gear? <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's let's let's be real. Those designs were they were out there and and credit where credit's due, they they stretched themselves artistically, but there's such great, wonderful art in the game that you just want to continue to utilize. And so being able to do that and making combinations, you're like, all right, like for Hallow's End, like I had like this green sort of setup that I did because I had the, the, the horseman's helm and yeah. so I tried something to match that. And then, you know, wintertime comes and maybe I want to do something that's like a fall winter vibe. And then summertime comes while well, I'm stripping down and I'm just going in a red <laughs> and then I'm underpants, you know, it's, it's, you have like that, sort of mini game which is not even really like an official thing it's just something that's conan transmog yeah it's so much fun <laughs> and now you can do the one shoulder thing and they keep making little changes uh and that's really fun but underneath all of that also is questing but with a caveat in that it's 
it's questing for the first time because again yeah. i'm terrible with alts and once i've done a thing <laughs> i'm kind of like all right i've seen it and now in my mind whether this is right or wrong and i think this is because i leveled originally in the bc era is it feels psychologically like it takes forever i know yeah. it doesn't and with the hours sure. that i've sunk into cyberpunk I probably could have leveled like 50 characters by now, but it just <laughs> psychologically it feels like a barrier. And I just, I am like, oh, what? It's a 60 boost? Okay, here's 60 bucks. I'm going to get two more levels for $60. It doesn't make any sense, but this is kind of how it rolls. But I love the questing in the game, particularly since Warlords of Draenor. I think that's where they really made a big pivot towards how questing laid out in terms of like all the little treasures you could find and the flow of the game, you know, for all of the things that, that people uh, uh, maligned it about, rightfully so to some degree, the questing was great. Yes, ever was. since then, I think it's been a really enjoyable experience. And, you know, again, when I have time off, I always think, all right, now's the time to get that paladin <laughs> or that death knight or whatever up. And maybe I'll dab. Now, now that we can skip the mall, that, 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 that is, more enticing we can spot yep yeah but those are those are kind of the things that get me going and a good mount i feel like with the time lost proto drake i have the mount that i'm gonna have forever because that's my all-time favorite mount and it took me three weeks of basically sleeping in a room and having my computer <laughs> on 24 7 to get it uh and i got it and so i'm, I'm pretty good but good mounts that pop up especially with the uh, unofficial announcement but the data mining that's come out about mm -hmm. what's coming up and uh 9.2 yeah. where we might be able to craft our own mounts which mm -hmm. is kind of sweet so that, that that looks interesting so yeah that's those those are my those are my big jams and then just being a, a story and lore nerd that's that's the other part nice nice so do you have a dark portal story or something super memorable like battles near the dark portal or the wrath gate or something that really yeah. had you going what <laughs> The Dark Portal was open by the time I came in, but I did recognize its importance, I think, when the time sure. came. Uh, again, going back to sort of the Dead Minds part of the story is that I didn't understand very much. I didn't, I didn't have really a solid knowledge base of how the game worked, and I didn't understand the concept of an expansion, really. I just knew that it was a game and that I was playing this game. And then, oh, at a certain level... I have to buy this other thing to be able to go through the portal and do the next series of things. And so I, I do have some screenshots that I took of myself before I went through the dark portal the first nice. time, like once I bought the expansion. <laughs> and I was like, because I understood. I was like, well, this is a really big deal. And yeah. I, I'd only recently learned how to take screenshots. And so oh, I was sure. like, all right, well, I'm going to take, take a screenshot. So I, I still have that. And then you went through the first time that you go through and you're like, oh, my God, there's this giant battle happening here. <laughs> demons and like crazy stuff. I'm like, my pit God. Lords. Oh, the, yeah, the, the pit lords. And like, you'd never seen anything like that before. Like, wow, wow, that's mind blowing. But with, um, you mentioned the Wrathgate. God, I, for people who are late to the game, if you've never, if you never got a chance to play this, pull up a YouTube video or something because it's the only way you'll be able to see it. But there was the Battle for Undercity was part of yes. the quest line that you used to be able to play prior to the Wrathgate, where you infiltrated, you know, the the, the Undercity. And, and we were elites. 
dude, it, it, was, it was Barbarian leading the way. Like this, I was all about it. I'm like, this is what I came <laughs> for. This is what I'm paying my money for. And we're going in there, and and you know, I learned about the like the sewer entrance on that far side of the undercity. I didn't know anything about any of this. So yeah. to me, it's just this whole thing is just mind blowing. So if you never got a chance to play through that, really go out to YouTube, check it out. It, it, it was phenomenal. But when we finally got to the culmination of that. We get to the end, we turn in the quest, and then my screen goes black. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. And I'm looking, you know, my computer's still running, like my stuff is still on, and, and then the Wrathgate cinematic fires up. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and you see that play out for the first time, and it's just, again, just these mind-blowing moments where I'm like, oh, my God, this is, this is what we're doing now. Yeah. And the, the watch that whole, I was about, I, my finger was going to reset my PC. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I'm reaching down <laughs> to turn it off. And when that, I mean, I was just like, oh my God. And I was questing with my friend at the time because we were leveling up together. And so to experience that, to experience that together, like that whole thing, I don't honestly know that that will ever be topped because it was so unexpected. Yeah. You know, if you, I don't know, maybe if, if 9.2 fires up, and uh, a full CGI cinematic shows up, and it's Varian, and he comes out, and he, <gasps> oh, and he like, me. you know, yeah, and he's doing something, you know, like he 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 was a wolf in Ardenweald, and then like he shapeshifts yeah. into himself or whatever. Like I will probably pass out, but other <laughs> than that, like level of something, I don't know that I could ever be as surprised as that moment, and that that will go down as one of the great moments for me. Yeah. And it's it's what also sort of informed me as a player about the level of creativity of the people that I'm dealing with. Yeah. Right? And that's where it really upsets me when people are always shitting on Blizzard and especially the artists and saying, well, they didn't do this. And Listen, I don't like all the warrior designs. I don't always like the plate stuff that they're doing. I think it's the Death Knights get all the cool stuff. But, <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> but you can't tell me that they aren't raising the bar every time yeah. and oh, they are, they are going to places. And I love this because I'm not the smartest person in the world, nor do I want to be. And they come up with the things that I know I can't think of. I appreciate that other people can, can yeah. you know, theory craft and all that stuff. And like, we're going to this place and we're doing that thing. And I'll do it a little bit, but I know I'll never understand or be able to be ahead of them and what they're doing. And that was the moment that told me that is the way that that's going to be. So just enjoy the ride, go along with it. And it's going to be awesome. And listen, like Shadowlands, not everybody's down with what's going on with Shadowlands. It's a pretty out there concept. But I'm along for the ride because I'm getting to play through a story. Yeah. Uh, I could read it in yeah. a book. That's one way. But I'm living through this story. I'm playing through this story. And I'm seeing it in real time, being able to interact with it. And that's, that's how I look at it. And so uh, Wrathgate, yeah, it's, it was that big moment. And everything, I think, since then has just been trying to live up to that, <laughs> good or bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, Wrath Gates. You can still Wrath. see that cinematic too. Yeah, you can the, go and see the cinematic. Time. You can talk to Alex Straza at the Wrathgate and she will mm. uh you can then watch it in game, well, but you there. can't do Undercity anymore. So unless we get Wrath Classic and then uh, I suspect that that oh, will yeah. be in there. But um, yeah, I think you can click on one of the portals down in uh um the Caverns of Time too to see the Wrathgate. Yeah, you can't play uh, it, but during you can the see anniversary the event? Yep, I think so. Nice. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, you can go to Alexstrasza, I think, in-game, right? 
Yeah, you can go to Annex Straza in um were uh, in Dragonblight at the Wrathgate yeah. and she's there um and you can talk to her there. You also can't unless you go and talk to one of the bronze dragons in uh Tyrus Four is it Tyrus Four Glades where the or yeah, Tyrus Four Glades where the entrance to Undercity is. So Yeah, yep. Mm. There's a there's a bronze dragon there. If you are in the BFA or Shadowlands timeline, you can't access Lordaeron or the Undercity through the sewers. You have to get them to put it back to how it was before BFA. And then you can go in, because obviously it's completely blown apart by blight Mm -hmm. at the start of BFA. Um, So, yeah, if you want to find out where the sewers are, you need to go and talk to the Bronze Dragon first and get them to turn the time back for you, or you won't be able to get in. Um, But, yeah, it's... Yeah, I think you're right though. Every that wow factor, the wow factor in wow of that Wrathgate <laughs> cinematic was just phenomenal. Just oh, yeah. phenomenal, yeah. Yeah. What would you say has been your best experience in the wow community? <laughs> so this is gonna be kind of a double edged sword <laughs> given the climate and the situation that we're in, but by far and away, and it's not even close, is BlizzCon. Yeah. Being at a BlizzCon, being around everyone, feeling that energy. And, you know, listen, I'm not here to blow smoke up anyone's ass or bullshit you. It's a real thing. There is a vibe. There is a hum. There is an energy. You pick your word. But there is something about it that is wholly different than anything I have ever felt anywhere at any gathering with any people, bar none. It's just, there's nothing that comes close. And being able to meet people for real like yeah. it's great we're here talking yeah. and it's nice seeing you two on the video and whatnot but it's a different thing to be up close and either shake hands or bump fists and share a drink and swap stories and just like be in the presence of another human being it's just as this pandemic i think has demonstrated it is a needed <laughs> thing to be around other people because that right. contact is is so important and so blizzcon being immersed in that and the people and the events and the whole thing. It's, it's one of the, it's two of the greatest weekends of my whole life. The first time was the best. The second time was still pretty good. Problem is obviously is that has bred other issues that have come to light in terms of abuse and the way that employees have handled things or the way other stuff has happened. And I understand the need for change or they want to reimagine how they do BlizzCons. There is a part of me that is sad that it won't be the way that it was because my experience in it was so great, but I recognize that it was not great for everyone. And the experience that I had is what everyone should look forward to or have the opportunity to have or something to that degree. So I, I, you know, however they want to change it or make it more regional or do different things, you know, let's, let's do whatever we can to bring as much of that vibe back as we can, because I truly believe it is, it is the greatest experience that we as a community can have. And so I look forward to however that happens again in the future because it is it is a lot of fun. There can be. Nice. Yeah, we got offices uh, 20, 30 minutes from me here in Minnesota. I don't know what they do there and if it's the assholes we're mad at or not, but uh, there's a Blizzard HQ in Minneapolis. So we could do regional stuff, I would think. That seems I, to be yeah. the direction. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think because they've cancelled BlizzCon Line as well, haven't they? Now, so there's there's, yeah. there's nothing happening between now and as far as we know, next November at the moment, yep, when we would right. expect the next BlizzCon. Yep. Um, and they have said that they're going to look at that. They're basically looking at how the whole of that goes anyway. Um, so personally, yeah, I'd love um, a more regional thing. I would have, I would have, I was actually in the process of saving up to come to BlizzCon. Well, it would have been 2020. And then obviously I was like, mm. yeah, no, that's not happening. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then obviously all this shit storm happened. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I really want to go. Like I want right. to see everybody. I want to meet all the fans and all the people that I've connected with. But I don't want to be in an environment where I could be at risk. Um, yeah, especially right. not when I'm in a country, even though obviously it's another English speaking country. I don't want to be in a country that's that far away from home. Um, and yeah, yeah it's just, it, 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 yeah, it's, it's tainted it, I think. It really has. Um, so I would definitely be up for something um, in the EU. Um, I mean, it's it's a shame that we don't have the Paris office anymore because um, you know there, mm. there'd, there'd be a good excuse to hop on the Channel Tunnel and go over there for me. But the channel, who knows? Who knows the channel? Live stream yeah. the channel because I want to see that in person. <laughs> I've heard about this channel. That's a big uh -huh. deal. I've seen that yeah. machine, dude. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a History Channel guy. I watch all that shit. <laughs> That's a big deal. Uh -huh. Awesome, awesome. What's no been your toys. worst? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, no Tinker Toys involved in taking that time. No, nope. no, that was some serious stuff <laughs> there. But... <laughs> What's been your worst experience and how did you overcome it? And what oh. advice would you have for those that are maybe in a similar situation? This one, this one's tough to ask, let alone answer. For me personally, I think the toughest experiences came earlier on when. I had a hard time finding a stable home in game. I think that's where I, the closest I've ever come to like really like honestly quitting and being like, I'm done. I, I just can't do this is when I had a hard time finding a raiding guild. And this was, and this was in wrath, which is I've still my favorite expansion of all time, but I had a very hard time finding a raid team that would one, let me raid. And then two, like a stable guild team situation. And I bounced around from one team to another, to another, to another. And it just was very unsatisfying. The only way, right, to really do anything was you had to be part of a guild. You had to be part of a raid team. It's the only way you could see this material. It's the only way that you could achieve a lot of these things and so you have yeah. you were at the kind of the mercy of recruiting if you wanted to do yep. these kinds of things and you know at the time i was a you know uh 25 man heroic right like that was you know <laughs> i was doing the there was no mythic right so nope. i was doing yeah. the highest that there was to do it was very competitive and it was hard to get in and uh, i was on a, a new were ish server because that's when servers matter <laughs> yeah think about yep. where you were and it was tough. It was really hard. And I almost quit a bunch of times. But I eventually found a team that was, I think, closer to where I wanted to get. And then eventually I found the home that I have now, which I've had now for eight years, more than eight years. That's awesome. And I've 
been so, so lucky to find them and be there and to be part of this team. And really, it's just if you're finding those kinds of troubles, you have to stick with it and you have to kind of be willing to take chances and say, well, I'm going to jump on with this one. And if this doesn't work, then I'm going to jump on with another one. And I'm just going to keep plugging away and doing my thing until I find the right fit. And sometimes that's hard. You might even try creating your own guild or your own team and seeing, you know, maybe there's other like-minded individuals like myself that are having a hard time and trying to figure things out. And maybe I can make my own home. And that's, that's the answer, right? But it, it's trying yeah. to figure out how that works and sticking with it. That's that's what's hard. But I, I I guarantee with millions of players and thousands of homes, so to speak, out there, there's got to be one for you somewhere. And it's just sometimes you just got to wade through the shit to find the right spot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or you build your own, which for some stupid reason I decided to do. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Wanted more responsibility in your life. Good for you. Yeah, yeah right? why not? Just Another job that doesn't on, pay. Yeah. I'm very I am <laughs> I'm very lucky that I have um very good guild. Not just the offices, but the whole guild. People just take stuff on and do it anyway. You don't have to really delegate much out. Although this week <laughs> we are feeling the loss of our raid leader, who um I don't know if you guys you might have seen this, Bricko. Our raid leader, uh, who's known as Retake Control on Twitter, was oh, really? Naruto. Mm, he was Naruto running with his son in a car park after a oh, bonfire, um, like the uh, November the 5th celebrations. And he fell over and landed on his shoulder and broke, dislocated his shoulder, broke his arm. Um, oh, and no. he's, yeah, he's out for about 12 weeks. Damn. Yeah. give him our best i'll make sure i tweet him Ooh, oh that's yeah. too bad and i am really feeling the loss of him because yeah. he's the raid lead he's also really my co-gm um mm. so yeah that's epic dude that's that's been tough um but yeah it's Ooh. uh we have a good community there so everybody's chipping in yeah your so. birthday celebrations were pretty cool i like that Watching your, your guild turning a year that was pretty oh cool. yeah the guild the guild one year anniversary yeah that was um we people just pulled it out of the bag and that's what i mean the guys just get on and, and organize stuff and make it happen and i'm just like i'll just turn up and they're like okay that's fine <laughs> yeah, yeah i watched so the cap fantastic for a little bit during it that was pretty cool i missed the i missed yeah. the gnome run i was sad but yeah so we we yeah we had a lot but you know we can it was, it was there was some good stuff there's some good, good. stuff in there would good. you say berserker that that guild is where you found your wow community or or have you sort of found other communities in wow through the pod through your podcast or twitter <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd say that you know credit where credits do uh the convert to raid guild is where i found my team and so that was you know started you know eight, nine years ago, yeah. and within that guild, there was the Salad Senate Raid Team, which was just a 25-minute... What's that? I love that name. <laughs> the Salad Senate. Well, you know, all of the raid teams at the time had a had a theme, right? It was like food-related or something like yeah. that, and so, and so that was how they fell out, and, and it was a one-day a, a, a week team and it was just what I was looking for at the time because it wasn't, you know, I wasn't really into the four day a week schedule anymore. And it just oh, wasn't goodness, something I could no. do. 
Yeah, so it, it changed over time. And so I found this team. We hooked on, went started one day, went to two days. We kept that two-day-a-week schedule all these years. But just hooked on with these great people and people who <laughs> – so there's a, l- a little story about our team is that we are – and I don't, I don't think I'm going to offend anyone by saying this. We are an older team probably. <laughs> uh, the average ages – of the people, because we have uh, a one guy, Slick Rock, who's a billion. I love you, Slick. And <laughs> then you have our raid leader, who I think is the youngest person on our team, who might still be in his 20s. But I think our average age is is, is older. Um, and so you have people who are a little more established, have a rhythm, have mm-hmm. a routine, I think, understand what they're about, and they're not trying to flex on anybody or anything like that. Um, we have a what we call a no chalupa rule which Chalupa being a reference to Taco Bell because we've had uh, some younger members of the community who have joined our team over time. And so they were always talking about Baja Blast and Chalupas and shit. And then they don't, they don't work out. They just don't because they're wanting to pull the top DPS and yeah. arguing with people about stuff. And so yeah. we kind of instituted like this no Chalupa rule, we call it, where it's like we need people. When people want to join us, you know, we we are looking for a certain age, and it's frankly, it's it's typically older because you just don't deal with a lot of the same bullshit. And so that's worked out really well for us. We have a really solid, I think, identity of who our team is and what we are. We split off eventually from CTR and became our own guild, so we're just the Salad Senate Guild. And um, over on Airy Peak, uh, we are uh, taking applications at all times. But please feel free to check us out. <clears throat> Uh, so it's, it's been a really good home for us, uh, for myself, for my buddy, uh, who I've been, like I said, playing with all these years and, uh, they've also become friends, right? And we talk about this, you know, Yeah. sometimes I think people get a little too, I don't know, aggressive about it. Like, uh, you know, friends on the internet are real friends. Like, okay, okay. okay, You know, yes, (laughs) yes. Sometimes that is like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel people like really need to defend that. And it becomes this like whole other thing. But it is true where, yes, there are people that I have never physically seen in person or met. And I consider them my friend. I consider them people that I would absolutely take a bullet for. Right. Because we have in our way been through some shit we've been yep. through life death marriage yep. divorce babies like wild stuff happening in people's lives it's we've we've i think the only thing left on the list is like prison time but i'm but i'm i might <laughs> fudge that a little bit uh due to some absences that have been unexplained so I, you know it we've we've been through a lot and and we've and we have met up with some people at blizzcons which again is another reason why those blizzcons were so great because it gave us an opportunity mm-hmm. to do that uh but that is a real online family that is a family that we picked right you talk about the family that you're born into and the family that you choose this is a family that i chose and i i love these people and i'm sure it embarrasses some of them to hear me talk like this and and myself a little bit too but they are genuine real humans and we've we've been through a lot and so having gone through the battles that we've gone through online, offline and stuck together and been there for each other. You know, it means a lot to have those kinds of resources, especially in these days and times, because life is hard sometimes harder some days than others. And these last two years have just been. Oh yeah. Biblical practically, you know, so it it's, it's, 
a community that I love very much and I'm happy to be a part of it. And when it goes down, that probably would be it for me because I don't know that I could ever come back from losing that community if it ever did, did go down. So, yeah, I don't want to think of that. No, <laughs> nope. So, this will walk us right into that. This next question What does community and well mean to you? Unity and wow. It, it, so, that dovetails, I think, into a sub question that you just asked me uh, about, also including podcasters. So, there are, I think, different thing that means different things at different levels and i'll see if i'll see if this makes sense is that there is sort of your your local community and then there's like the global community right your local community your guild your team your whatever like that's that's one level of community and i have a certain idea of who those people are and the love that i feel for them and then there is the more global community which is i think more nuanced in its needs wants desires and that's more complicated. I think I think the WoW community is complicated, both in good and bad ways, where you have these loud minorities that get wild and, and try to stir up trouble or do different things. And it requires a lot of what are typically, I think, the vocal minorities to jump, the, the majorities to jump in and be, you know, the, the, be the vocal ones. Um, it's, it's a little self-regulating, so it's funny to kind of watch like this battle back and forth for the soul sure. of our community and, and who it is because you have, yeah. you know, you have, and I don't think anybody cares if I say any of this, you know, you have had in the past somebody like an Asmongold where, you know, top streamer, big name, you know, the ebb and flow of how one large community can go based on a couple of words, right? Like that just shifts so much depending on whether that's a good shift or a bad shift. And, and even how you define good or bad changes, right? That can mean a lot of different things to different people. And sometimes you might feel better about the community or worse about the community. Like, God damn, is this the direction that we're going? And then you see yeah. like right now, people fighting back and people trying to support uh, ABK and, and saying, listen, this is not what we stand for. This is not what we're about. And you see players rising up in that way. Like, damn, I am so proud of these people because yeah. we're trying to do whatever little piddly way that we can individually, but like as a group, right? We're starting to push that ship. We're trying to like push against the tide, right? You see all that and you become really proud of like, yes, I am part of this. I, I'm, I'm trying to help and all of these things. Um, so it's, it's, it's complicated at times with the WoW community. But at the end of the day, I think, it's a good community filled with good people who represent so many portions of our world, like globally and like for real, not just like some euphemism, like around the world. Yeah. We have people who share so many connections from so many different places who bring a lot to the table. And I think that's something that gets lost. And I know you guys try to stay away from politics, so I'll try to stay real high level <laughs> with this, is that I am a big believer in, in having a as big a tent as possible because that's how you get the best ideas, right? Yeah. Because the best yep. ideas can come from anywhere. And why would you not want the best ideas for the things that you love? So you got to cast yep. a wider net. And I think that the wow community is capable of doing that in a way that few others can. So um, at the end of the day, what does it mean to me? I think the wow community means a lot of different things at a lot of different levels, but at the end of the day, I think it means uh, togetherness. That yeah. is a good answer. 
that's a very good answer. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you could pick out a few people in the community that you admired, who would they be? And why is it that you admire them? Mm, people that I admire. Well, um, who I admire. Let me think about this. I suppose the first would be uh, the ABK employees. You're here. Because they are in a very difficult situation right now. And they are doing what I think is the hardest thing to do in life, which is to persevere. But I also believe, and this is going to sound super fucking corny, is that perseverance is synonymous with victory. You have to stay with it. You have to maintain the course because it's fucking hard. It is so hard. When you're facing odds that you feel you cannot overcome against people that are more powerful than you, that, that don't want to help you, that don't move in your direction. It is, it is frustrating. It is, it is demoralizing. Yeah. But you have to find that place within you to just keep pushing and keep pushing and keep fighting and clawing. And it's, it's draining and soul-sucking. But eventually, I do believe you get there. And to watch these people, to do that work, to go out there, to walk out on the job, to put your face yeah. out there, to put your name on it, to even 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 if a a, a self issued statement is ultimately meaningless to certain people, the fact that you put your fucking name down and say, you know what, I have no confidence in Bobby Kotick, I have no confidence in this leadership. I'm going to come right. into my job and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. I'm going to show you motherfuckers what's up every single day, but I'm also going to fight you at every step of the way because you have not done your due diligence to protect us and to give us the the rights that we are owed as workers and that 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 can vary there in the whole conversation about that but i admire them for sticking through that and to continue to fight when it is it is very very difficult um and that that really is the group that i admire the most right now and i know that that capo also said this on your last episode but and i and i miss her dearly from this community, but Frasley. Yeah. I think Frasley is somebody who I admire so much because again, you're fighting, (laughs) you're fighting such heinous people out there. Yeah. And the things that I have seen people say to her, just, just, and I know that this is not the appropriate reaction that you're supposed to give, but I want to beat the ever living shit out of these people. Yeah. For the things that they say to her. Because yeah, me you too. Don't, I'm in. You don't know her struggle. I mean, I, I consider nope. myself a friend of Frasley. I've I've been, you know, her friend, I think, for a while now. I've seen her go through the journey that she's gone on through so far, this self-discovery, which I'll never understand. I don't know that. I don't know that. Right. I, I don't I can only watch from afar, but to see her every day getting up, putting herself out there talking about the struggles, talking about the triumphs, talking about the euphoria, talking about the dysphoria, fighting trolls and the people who say all the just awful things and just continuing to rise up and continue to chase after the goals that she's chasing after. I mean, it's unreal what's happening there. And if you don't appreciate that, then I'm sorry. You just need to to check out. You got something wrong. You got got something real broken inside you. 
Yeah. Um, but but I love Frasley and she's she's amazing. And and I I only hope that as time goes on, that that especially the fight again. I'm trying not to get too political on your show. I'm sorry. You know that that <laughs> the it tra- out. It's fine. <laughs> you know the 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 trans community. <laughs> the the shit they face is just yeah. it's unreal. Yeah. And I, I maybe it's the West Coast thing, man. Maybe it's the California thing. Maybe maybe and I'm, I don't think I'm the most liberal person in the world. I, maybe it's just the California vibe. But I truly just genuinely don't understand what the problem is like you have these people that are living their truth why don't support them i I don't get it right and so knowing frasley and seeing frasley go through that journey like i'm so proud of her and she's so amazing and uh she she gives me hope yeah (laughs) so absolutely uh, i i I admire her greatly yeah me too hell of a lot she was a topic of conversation on my stream this week for all those all those wonderful reasons you know for somebody who's out there facing so much shit and just just she just gets up and she's always so positive and yes you know she every now and again there'll be a tweet about you know and and she she's human being she's always gonna feel it but she consistently remains positive um Mm. and just keeps on you know living her best life and growing into herself and that journey is really really inspiring Really, it's remarkable. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Very strong, strong woman. I love it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now we can move into our community questions. We Uh-oh. had some friends ask some questions <laughs> of our buddy berserker. Some of these. Oh. <laughs> I'll take the first one. How's that sound, Demi? You go for it. Our good buddy Syra wants to know. <clears throat> excuse me, berserker. You and I are fans of the barbecue. Yes. What is your favorite dry rub to use? doesn't mm. matter which cut or meat type. I'm mm. curious to know if you have a favorite brand that is your go-to. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> so we promised. This one we, pleases we me. Prom- <laughs> yeah, we promised Demi that we weren't going to talk about sports ball. Barbecue's not the same as sports ball, though. Uh, yeah, he's not the same as sports ball, so I don't know if this is going to be any better or any worse because you know what I could be doing right now is talking about how in the out of town scoreboard the Vikings have defeated the Packers thirty four to thirty one, while the Forty ers of San Francisco defeated the Jaguars of Jacksonville thirty to ten. Hell yeah! Nice. Right. Oh, but we're my gonna, fiance is a that. Packer backer. She let me know. Uh, it was pretty nice. <laughs> but thank you, sportsman. Yeah, but but we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about barbecue. So here's barbecue. All right. So uh, Cy, uh, I think, noted in uh, in your Discord that he was going to get out a, a pad of uh, paper and a pencil. So here, here you go. I'm going to give it to you now. Uh, we're going to cover ribs and pork ribs, pork butt, brisket, mm. and turkey. So I'm going to I'm going to give you the four Whoa, major food groups okay. here. Nice. So four ribs. Now I like a wet rib. I'm a saucy rib person. I know there are sickos out there that like these dry ribs. I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe your mother didn't love you enough or whatever. It's gotta be messy. It's gotta, it's gotta have some sauce on that rib. But anyway, you're asking about rubs, not sauces Four pork ribs. So there are two main sort of, uh, uh, distributors that I enjoy. Uh, one of them is, uh, Malcolm Reed's, uh, he has a he had Malcolm Reed has a has a uh, YouTube channel how to barbecue right and uh, Killer Hogs 
is the brand that uh, he has made. And they have wonderful rubs. I enjoy his AP all-purpose rub, which is salt, pepper, garlic. You know, you can make that on your own, but I like the way that he does it. I put that as a base layer on my ribs, my pork butt, my brisket, and my turkey. I use it for all four. Oh, nice. So that that is kind of like your base layer. Then they have the barbecue rub. It's just called the barbecue rub. You know, it's, listen, <laughs> I love you hillbillies down there. You don't have to be that creative because I'm just going to buy it and love <laughs> right? it. So let's just go with it. So I, I will put that on the ribs and the pork butt and a little bit on the brisket. Now, so this, some people think that's sacrilegious, but I will put a little bit. So I, I use those two predominantly on a lot. Now, there is Cosmos Q out of Oklahoma. Uh, uh, Malcolm's out of Mississippi. Uh, uh, Cosmo, Darian Cosmo, he's out of Oklahoma. He has Cosmos Q. Now, Cosmos Q, they have a little more exotic kind of stuff going on, like Ooh. a like a Chipotle killer bee is one that they uh, have. It's sort of like a mild, <laughs> sweet, and spicy kind of thing. I will put that uh, on my pork butt. I, I love that. That is really good. Uh, Malcolm, uh, Malcolm Reed's uh, TX rub. Is a TX rub that's just good for brisket. That's good for brisket. Uh, for turkey, I just keep it simple. For the turkey, uh, going back to turkey, AP rub and poultry seasoning. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah. It, it's it's really easy. But baste that fucker in butter. Yes. Do yourself a favor. Baste it in butter. <laughs> melt that butter. Drip that Get butter on. Get some up under the skin too, guys. Uh-huh. You you could do that. I, uh, I use uh, the turkey brine that Cosmo uh, makes. So like with turkey next week, this oh, sure. week. This week yes. is Thanksgiving. Let me give you the brief rundown. Sorry, I know I'm hijacking the show here. No, it's here, all right. No, go for it. it. it I'm learning a the, lot now. Here is the Thanksgiving <laughs> turkey recipe that I am going to use, and I even have these notes written down on my phone. But I'm going to try to I'm going to try to do it from memory. See if I can do it. Uh, we are going to be uh, smoking with a light hickory smoke. You don't need a lot of smoke on turkey. So it's going to be a little bit of hickory smoke, probably two chunks in my Weber Smoky Mountain. If you know what that kind of smoke. Oh yeah. Is, with uh, Kingsford charcoal, just regular old charcoal. And for the turkey, we're going to brine 24 hours ahead. We're going to use Cosmos Q, throw in some orange slices and some peppercorns and some bay leaves. You put that in a bag, in a bucket, put it in your fridge, maybe put it in some ice, and then you let that brine for 24 hours. Take it out of the brine, pat it off, dry it off. You could wash it off, I guess, uh, but you're not really supposed to get bird splashings everywhere because it's really not. Right. Uh, Pat that off. Put that turkey on a rack, put it back in the fridge. Let it dry off. Let that skin get nice and dry because that's how you get that good crispy skin. Then you get it out. You uh, can spray it down with some spray butter. You can put some olive oil on it or some oil on it. You got to get some kind of fat on there, as uh, Malcolm Reed likes to say. And then uh, you can season it at that point if you want. Put the AP in the poultry, light, light coating of each. Turkey doesn't need a lot. Uh, I like to stuff my turkey, not with stuffing, but with like apple slices, uh, onion, Celery, garlic, uh, sage, thyme. Uh, you know, oh, those man, kinds of this things. sounds so good. <laughs> yeah. Get it in there. Take the legs. Get it on that smoker. Try to get it as hot as you can, you know, 300, 325 degrees. Put a probe in it. You want that meat, uh, light meat. Pull it off at 160, dark meat, 170. It'll carry over the extra five degrees or whatever you need. But baste that sucker in butter the entire time. Every 45 <laughs> minutes, get your butt out there, melt some butter, drip that butter all over the place. You're like, yeah, get that butter. And then uh, by the time you're done, take it out, let it sit for about 20 minutes. I'm telling you, I did this last year for the first time during the pandemic. It was just the three of us here having Thanksgiving, and I could not believe what I made. 
I was like, nice. this is not as good as my grandmother's, but it is like one step behind, and I am really proud of myself. And I'm gonna have to make it for her now this year. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, so so uh, Killer Hogs and Cosmos Q. That is mostly where I get all my barbecue rubs from, and their YouTube channels are great to get all the recipes and uh, the how-to stuff. And they have taught me a lot, and it's one thing that I love about YouTube now and that barbecue community is that everything used to be a secret because nobody wanted to steal anything from yeah. anybody out on the competition circuit. But with, <laughs> I think barbecue pitmasters, the TV show that they still show from time to time, I think with the popularity of that and places like Franklin's barbecue down in Austin, Texas, where you hear about it all the time. And Alice brisket is just like out of this world, mind blowing stuff. It's really gaining in popularity and because you can make money off of YouTube, right? So you got oh, a million yeah. views of you cooking some ribs. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll put out a modified recipe that everybody could use. I might do a little something different in competition, but, you know, this is the base of sure. it. And I have, I have made some really good food for my family. And that, uh, at the end of the day, that's the great thing is to be able to serve, yeah. you know, a 17-pound brisket or, you know, a 12-pound mm. pork butt or four racks of ribs or whatever it is, and you invite a whole load of family over and you serve it to them and, you know, being able to provide for that much um, at one time, it's it's a great feeling. On their faces. Yeah, oh. and they'll lie to you if it's bad, which is the best <laughs> part, because they know that you put a lot of time into yep. it. So they'll be like, oh, this is so great, while they're drink, you know, getting a swig of water with every bite that they take. You know, they'll, they'll put good feelings, so, so don't worry about it. Uh, but the, to answer your question, Sai, that's generally where where I get all of my my knowledge from. And I am always happy, as I say on my Twitter uh, profile, I'm an amateur smoke boy. So if you have any questions about smoking your meats, please feel free to reach out to me at any time. Awesome, awesome. You want to ask the next one? No, no, you're you're the host. You carry on. Okay, I'll I'm, carry I'm, on. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back and relax. Are you still Are you still writing down notes <laughs> <laughs> from the meat? Oh my god, I'm so hungry. So another buddy of ours, true villain Manny, asked yes. Mr. Berserker. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan, even though I keep forgetting which podcast you are from. <laughs> I feel there's an inside joke there. There is. What What is your secret to keeping that amazing energy you display not only on Unshackled Fury, but in all your conversations? Cocaine. No. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> you know... I saw this question and I honestly thought about just coming into this interview with like a bunch of flour on my nose, but I was like, that might, that might have gone too far if this was on Twitch. Uh, no, not cocaine uh, and not PCP. Oh, my uh, God. It's probably, it's probably a healthy dose of anxiety uh, at some point uh, where I just get this kind of rush of energy that happens. My wife likes to say that I have a part of my personality that we call the bomb. And the bomb is like, if you think of like Venom, right? Venom is sort of like the, the, uh, the avatar of my little bomb where I get, I get focused on projects and things. It sounds like my ADHD, but it's, it, we'll just call it the bomb. Um, and it's just it's this place where I have kind of like this well of energy that comes up when I do projects like this. Um, where I don't know, because you, you see a level of energy out of me now, but I guarantee you, as soon as this thing is off, I'm like pass out in this chair over here. Because <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, I can't believe I talked that long. Um, at the end of the day, honestly, to, to answer the question honestly, is when I look at what we do, podcasting, streaming, all of these activities out here, 
What really is the purpose to do it? It's to entertain, right? That's that's right. why people listen to these things. You you could have, you know, I'm sure that there are people that would and probably would listen to, I don't know, maybe, maybe they would listen more to this than my own podcast. You know, it's somebody going, Jeeves, open the paper today. What's going on in the New York Times? Oh, that's very interesting. Let's talk about the, the APR on the housing. Mm, yeah, I mean, shit, I guess people would listen to that. But my whole thing is, is people are tuning in because they want to be entertained. Like they want, they want to come away either feeling like they've had a little bit of a lift. Maybe they laughed a little bit. I'm not saying it's got to be just, you know, chuckle your head off at every moment kind of thing. But coming out of stuff, I always want people to feel like they at least had a little bright moment in the day where they laughed about something was because my dumbass did something or somebody else did something. You know, there was there was that moment where you had a you had a little bit of a lift. And so for me, I always kind of had that sightline of try to be entertaining, try to make people laugh. It's something that I think just to, you know, have a little self-awareness. It's something that I've always been kind of good at is I, I, you know, I wasn't necessarily the class clown, but I was always making people break up. And, you know, for me, I like to share that because I think that that's it. it, I recognize that that is a gift that not everybody has. And I think if you have a gift, you should share it because it's just, there's only so much time here, folks. (laughs) (laughs) We're going somewhere else, uh, at least that we're sure of. So if, if you, if you've got it, flaunt it use it do something with it i mean you know somebody once told me i should have been a game show host and that's probably true (laughs) that just that kind of energy that comes out but uh yeah there's just sort of this i think well inside where it's like i want people to to feel something and hopefully something good because it's something that i was around or, or did or talked about um and so that's i think where a lot of that comes from awesome awesome the next one's from me and i kind of think the show too I think I can throw Demi in on this one, but I've enjoyed your show from the beginning. For those who may not know, how did you come up with the idea for Unshackled Fury? And also, you got to tell Navox hi for us. (laughs) (laughs) I I will. Um, For those that don't know, uh, Nav, Nav did leave the show over the summer. Uh, so it's just, it's just little old me now, but I will, uh, I will certainly pass along. Still wonderful. Your well wish. Thank you. It's very good. Yeah. I'll I'll pass along your well wishes. Um, what? So ego really is the answer. Ego. Um, (laughs) I have a, I have a monstrous ego. It's a problem. And I feel like it's one of those things where if you have a podcast, if you have some kind of an outlet, just in general, in certain circumstances, certain circumstances, you have to have at least a little bit of an ego because you believe that you have something worth saying that other people want to hear or should hear. So I think, you know, there's, there's a very wide range in that. Right. But, but originally it came from a place, honestly, of ego where I looked at the landscape at the time when the podcast first started, and this goes back six years now, as I kind of looked at who the big players were and what was going on. And I really felt dissatisfied with what was going on. And I felt like the podcasts at the time, the big podcasts especially, were very disconnected from their player base. And they were kind of like on this other 
tier, this other cloud sure. where, you know, they, they talked, they talked amongst themselves, but they did not talk to or really interact with anybody else. And to be quite frank, a lot of this came from watching people try to interact like on social media. Yeah, people would say th- like not even like mean things, but like asking questions or trying to interact with people. And they just fucking got brushed right off like they were nobody. And I always had a big problem with that. I still have a big problem with that. I mean, hell, I get brushed off, too. I'm not saying I'm anybody. I'm just still a nobody, even after all these years, even after six years and coming up on 100 episodes of a podcast. I'm still a fucking nobody. Right. Yeah, but it that's bothers a big number. me to no end. When people just get blown off. And so I I always make this. I've made this commitment for the last six years. I continue to make this commitment. If you interact with me on Discord, on Twitch, uh, on Twitter, on wherever, anywhere that you can find me, I will respond to or acknowledge your presence in some way. Whether that's a like, whether that's a retweet, whether that's a comment, whether that's a whatever. I will always respond to you. And if I don't, fucking call me out for it and say, Berserker, you got to do jack shit, right? Like, that's that's always been a, the community. And so kind of where that genesis started, where I'm like, you know, I hear all these podcasts, but I don't really feel like there's a podcast that speaks to me or the everyday player. And that was, I think that that started was I, I'm not interested in and, and credit to guys like the starting zone, right? Where they they got all this in-depth knowledge and shit. Like that's just not my jam. And I, I wanted to start a podcast that I felt like was for the everyday you and me. And that was kind of how I kicked off that very first episode is I just, I just want a podcast for the everyday player where I kind of comment from the sidelines of like, cause I, I see a lot. I may not comment on a lot. I may not necessarily get myself involved in certain things, but I see a lot. I really feel like I'm in touch with a lot of things that are going on. And so it gives me a perspective to be able to speak on things and give an opinion and let that ego fly. Be like, yeah, here's what I think about this thing. And all of you people should listen to it. And you can (laughs) condemn me or agree with me or whatever, but I'm putting my shit out there and whatever. Here we go. (laughs) <laughs> um, I, I never want to come off what I felt like was the problem was just this sort of like holier than thou attitude. And, you know, we're all in it. I think some people work really hard. Actually, I will say this. Anybody who's attained a certain amount of notoriety in our community has worked hard to attain that. Now, what they have done with that, what they do with that, maybe some other parts of that maybe aren't so great, but they've all worked hard. Um, but I think that there is, there's a disconnect that happens and I never want to be like that. And I see it in other places. Um, but that was really where it came from. And so that's always been the sight line again, that I've, I've tried to follow through with my show this last six years is I'm just looking at this as just average everyday two day a week writer player who dabbles in a little bit of everything, you know, but isn't super hardcore about something where I'm like, I'm going to dial in on these specific percentages of this thing. I'm like, nope, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Like, you can debate the fact that the covenant stuff was within 0.057% of whatever of each other and this and that. I do not care. Like, I, right. the Korean aesthetic looks sweet and I get a spear. Fuck yeah, let's roll. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that was the level oh. of my analysis, right? That's it. That's all I need. So, um that that's that's the way that i've always flowed the show you know when navox uh was part of the show again i think it was easy to maintain that because i, I think that navox brings a higher he brought a higher level 
of play, I think, to the show. But it was still just through that everyday person lens, which I, I really appreciate. Sure. So continue to try to do that as best I can. And uh, again, if you don't see me doing what I'm saying I'm doing, then call me out. <laughs> Fair game. Awesome. That's wonderful. We've reached the end of our interview. Um, now you can, you're more than welcome to stay along as we do our community heroes. And I believe Demi's got a uh, review to read. Um, so you can hang out with us if you'd like. Um, but if there, if for some reason people don't know who you are, where, how can they find you? And is there anybody you'd like to shout out? Yes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Berserker Rage, B-E-R-Z-E-R-K-E-R-R-A-G-E. You can also find the show at Unshackled underscore Fury. Podcast is wherever you get podcasts. Uh, I do have a website, unshackledfury.com, and I do see metrics, and I see that five of you are going there every month, and I love you five people. <laughs> <doing that. laughs> um, and then uh, I, have, I have three people to shout out, if that's all right. Perfect. Absolutely. All right. First, I want to shout out my homie Rommel, my buddy who has been with me through thick and thin, who I've been on this Warcraft adventure with all these years. He's he's been there, and sometimes we haven't always been on the same team or whatever, but we've been on the same team for the last eight years, and it has been a phenomenal ride that I enjoy. And and having him have my back and being out there, and I love you, buddy, and I'm so glad that you're with me. Um, I also want to shout out. Demi, I'm gonna shout you out. Oh, I want you. Oh yeah, I want you. I want you. I'm gonna try to get closer to the camera here. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to look at me. I want you to listen to me right now. Okay. You are a good person who does good work, and you are doing the best that you can with what you've got. And I just want you to know that you. Thank you. You are one of the good ones. So be kind to yourself. Love yourself. You're a great person for this community. And don't let anybody, including yourself, ever tell you any different. All right. That's that one. Thank you, sir. Bricko. Yes. Bricko, don't oh, get boy. lost in a forest. You are a great uh, 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 spokesperson for the outdoors. And I want to shout you out for always being out camping and chopping wood and doing whatever you're doing. And I think that is great because a lot of people kind of forget that there's an outside. Yeah. And <laughs> I, you you are always talking about this and i really want to compliment you on this fact that you are are you know you're out there you're always doing the camp thing talking about that being outside and bringing that perspective into our gaming world i think is needed sometimes but please don't get lost out there because i don't want to have to set up a gofundme and worried about you because we got like a search party going on like it, it i do get a little concerned um but you're a grown-ass man you'll be okay so Rommel, demi Rico. Oh. Shouting you three out. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> that is brilliant. Oh, you're the best, Berserker. This is awesome. So, Happy to be here. Thank you. So neat to have you. Okay, now our community hero. Um, this the first one is from Capo, aka at Sir Cappy Poo. He nominates community hero for this episode is Zathra Nalina, a kind-hearted, immensely talented artist and VTuber on Twitch and YouTube, who sadly lost her life in a car accident a few days ago. One day before she was able to celebrate her one-year anniversary as a Twitch affiliate. That breaks my heart. I'm so sorry. Spent most of my life with 
most of my time with Zath over on Haunted Castle Twitch streams, but was able to pop in and lurk on her channel every now and again. And like I said, she was such a kind, talented spirit that will be missed greatly in our little corner of the universe. My condolences to all of all of who knew her best and to those who didn't. Is It's a reminder to tell those who matter most to you how much you love and appreciate them. The world is definitely a lot darker tonight without her fairy, without her fairy magic shining its light. Rest in peace, Zath. If you'd like to check out her work, go to twitch.tv slash Z-A-T-H-U-R-N-A-L-I-N-A or youtube.com slash Z-A-T-H-U-R-N-A-L-I-N-A. So, you're here. Sorry, Capo. Here's to Zath. We'll miss her. And we, at the Third Faction, nominate a better ABK for their undaunted resilience to fight for better equal treatment, fair wages, and their own zero-tolerance policy. We stand behind these folks and with these folks in the efforts to have Bobby Kotick fired and, to, and a third-party review is mandatory to help move positive changes forward. Fuck you, Bobby Kotick. And now we move in. Now we move into the reviews and shout outs. Yes, we have one new review this week. <sighs> Just warm myself up a bit for this one. Go get him. <laughs> <laughs> so we have one new review this week, and it comes from the Warcraft Radio Directory. This is from Dashkin who gave us a one-star review, our first ever one-star review. So thank you so much, Dashkin. <laughs> and the review goes as follows. Subpar podcast. Definitely much better podcasts out there. Bricko is pretty cool. Demi, which he spelt wrong, not so much. Just don't have any conflicting opinion with her. Otherwise, her and her show insta-block you on Twitter. Crying laughing emoji. So, yeah, you did spell my name wrong, Dashkin. So, you know, I, I'll try not to take that too hard too much. Too much uh, too much. I'll try not to take that to heart too much. And I'll just ask our lovely community if they think someone who decides to downrate a podcast because they've had a little personal disagreement with the female host is the ally they're claiming to be on the A Better ABK campaign. Have the day you deserve, Dashkin. Well said. It's certainly not going well to get said. any better now that you've had me on the show. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had a zero star review? What's well, coming? <laughs> I don't, I think if you, I certainly know on Warcraft Radio directory, if you leave a review, you can't actually leave a zero review. It has to be oh, one star God. or All more. Right. Well. I think it's the same on the other ratings because I, th I guess they assume that if you're going to leave zero stars, you're just not going to review it at all. Um, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, so I think you have to leave at least one star. So, uh, all right. All right. Dashkin so broke our one-star cherry. Thanks, Dashkin. <laughs> and by the you way, You always I'm remember not... your first. Oh, you do. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, you do. You do. Oh, yeah. And I am nowhere near cool, Dashkin, so I don't know where you got that pretty cool from. <laughs> But yes, this has been a wonderful show. Thank you so much again, Berserker, for hanging out with us. Thank you. We finally Thank you got our me. ships. Awesome. We finally got our ships to dock. Yes. Yes. <laughs> finally. Hopefully, oh, the first, but hopefully not the last time. Absolutely. Definitely Absolutely. not the last time. Right on. 
All right, folks, we'll be back in two weeks with another interview, another round of community heroes and more from gaming. And until then, you can find us on Twitter at the third the the rd at third faction show which is at three rd faction show or at demeter or at ricostud all on twitter catch the show live when we do i think we may in the future but we're kind of not doing that right now but that's at twitch tv slash the third faction show spell uh t-h-e-t-h-i-r-d faction show all of the twitter account for announcements on when we do That is also spelled T-H-E-T-H-I-R-D-F-A-C-T-I-O-N.com. You can find the link to our Discord. Come join our Discord. It's very cool. You can email the show at thirdfactionshow at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so at Patreon slash the Third Faction Show. You'll always be free. Your support does help us cover the costs and will enable us to bring you even more. You can also leave us a rear view on your chosen podcast network and at warcraftradio.com slash director. If you don't want to leave a review, the very best thing you can do is to tell your friends about us. Once again, we stand with the employees of the Expedition Blizzard King and their demands and abuse of King damn it. And remember, be kind to yourselves and others. That's a wrap. You did it. You did it, Oh, but okay, you didn't make me cry. <laughs> yeah, that was very... <laughs>